Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. This is the Mark K Show, and I know that because uh, I looked there because there's a sign on the door that says uh, the Mark K Show, 10 to noon, and it's 10 o'clock, 855-765-1045. That's our phone number, 855-765-1045, and you can use it to call in from anywhere uh, where phone calls are made, I guess. Plus, this is exciting. We have a ton of open mic messages. We've already gotten in. We're going to get to some of those here in just a minute. If you are not familiar with the open mic feature on our on our mobile app, it's really easy. First, step one, download the mobile app, a 104.5 WOKV in whatever app store you like to use, whatever one's compatible with your cellular device. Step two, uh, hit the open mic button um, on the app, which will bring you to the open mic feature. Step three, think of something really entertaining and informative or inspirational to say. And then step four, record it, send it to the studio, listen to the show, and we'll try to get that on the air ASAP. 855-765-1045 is our number. And today is Whatever You Want Wednesday, which is really exciting. And you can talk about whatever you want today. Doesn't have to be political, doesn't have to be conservative, doesn't have to do with Biden or the Democrats or Trump or the United States of America going to hell in the proverbial handbasket. It doesn't have to do with any of that stuff. It's your turn to to turn this show into whatever whatever it is you want it to be. For example, let me kick it off with with an example topic that I thought of the other day. And I thought to myself, this is something that, you know, I I wouldn't typically talk about on my show, but maybe on Wednesday it would be appropriate. Okay. The, one of the things I hate most about this pandemic and the the overreaction people have to the pandemic and all the social distancing mm-hmm. is that a lot of times when you go someplace like the doctor's office or the bank or wherever you go where you have to use a pen, mm-hmm. they now have two specific jars. Oh, my one, gosh, yes. <laughs> one is a cup that says clean, uh-huh. and then another one is a cup that says dirty or used. Sanit- or, uh, or, yeah, they'll have earth, sanitized uh, and, and, and tainted or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and But most of the places you go, the cups are exactly the same cups. The pens are exactly the same pens. And unless you read the sticky note, you don't really know whether you're picking a uh, a sanitized or a tainted pen. And nine times out of ten, whenever I go someplace, I'll start writing with a pen that I've taken out of the tainted jar. And then I think to myself, well, great. What's the point of having the tainted jar if it looks exactly like the jar that says clean? Well, right? I, I'm not convinced that they clean them anyway. Right. You think they just scoop them up? I think they're just them? like, all right, well, that's filled yeah. and put them back. I'm sure someone looks at them, wipes them with a tissue and sticks them back in. Yeah, or like when I worked in a restaurant and they would say, okay, I was like, okay, it's time to shine the silverware. And they'd just take a big clump of them. Yeah. And then they'd like take uh, hot water and just like put it over the top and miss all the ones in the middle. Same exact thing. Yes. So the other day, I took my daughter. We went. She, um, she's uh, what do you call it? Volunteering. That's the word. I'm not really, <laughs> not really familiar with that word. Uh, vo- I can't think of that word that people do. Volunteering at the Humane Society, okay. and I had to go sign like a release form or whatever. Well, they did something genius. What? They have a cup, right? Uh-huh. A cup that for with pens, like you would normally grab a cup out of. And then when you're done, they have a flat box. Ooh. And it's over on the other side. Big sign that says used. So when you naturally go to grab a pen out of the jar, it's clean. And when you're done with it, you throw it in this box flat, which is totally out of the, that. That's not a place you would go to. It was in, it was the first time I ever went someplace where they had different types of canisters that's very for smart. the used. And it's one of my biggest pet peeves, by the way, about this <laughs> pandemic. The fact that we have to sanitize our pens or use Q-tips when you're hitting the keypad. Oh, I'm just like, you know what? I'll use my finger and then yeah. sanitize. I'm like, just give me. Yeah, I'll use my finger. I'll use my pinky finger, whichever <laughs> it is. And then I'll go and I'll rub it with alcohol when I get to the car because I carry a lot of alcohol in my rubbing alcohol, not like you know, it's not whiskey, like, not like bourbon or vodka <laughs> or, or anything. Anyway, that's the, that's kind of that's one of the things that you could pretend, potentially talk about 
uh, during whatever you want Wednesday, because like I said, it's your day. 855-765-1045. We're going to open up to the phones here in just a minute. Before we do that, before we get to your calls, I do want to mention one more topic that's very important. There's a couple of them which we may get to throughout the day, but one that's very important. And this is kind of an ongoing concern about President Biden. And this involves a guy named Lloyd J. Austin III. Lloyd J. Austin III. You may not know who Lloyd J. Austin III is. You may also know because, well, you know, you're probably smarter than the average person. Lloyd J. Austin III is the current Secretary of Defense. He runs the Defense Department. He's in charge of the Pentagon. He's the big cheese when it comes to, you know, dropping bombs on people or invading people or, well, keeping America safe from other people who may want to invade us. Very important guy. Before that, he was the head of the Central Command. He led all the troops in the Middle East. He led every troop in the fight against ISIS. Historical uh, dude, this guy made history as being the first black man to be appointed Secretary of Defense, the first African-American in charge of the Defense Department. Last week, when Joe Biden sat in the Situation Room and ordered an airstrike on pro-Iranian forces, in Syria to protect our troops, Lloyd J. Austin III was the guy sitting right next to him, telling him the plan, calling the shots. And when Joe Biden gave the order, he gave it to Lloyd J. Austin III, who gave it to the troops who executed it. He's the guy right. He's the, the commander in chief's right hand man. And yesterday, in a ceremony at the White House, in celebration of women in the military, two in particular who were being promoted as part of Women's Appreciation Month, Joe Biden could not remember Lloyd J. Austin III's name. Let me play that clip for you uh, so you can hear it. Turn the board on for me so we can. There we go. Why? Oh, hold on. Let me turn the what's going on. Why is it not? Hold on. Are we up on the board over there? Okay, all right. Well, that's weird because you should be hearing you should be hearing the you should be hearing the clip. Let me try again. All right. Great. (laughs) Great. Well, we'll, we love technology. I heard it a minute ago when I played my. Okay. All right. Well, hold on, everyone. I have it right here. That should be playing. I don't know why. The good news is I just I saw Josh in the hallway. I don't know why it's not. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we'll figure that out here in just a minute and we'll get to it. Uh, we'll be right. We'll figure out our technical difficulty. You have to hear this clip because it is definitely it is definitely something that's going to be that's going to be memorable for you. Unlike it was for Joe Biden. Quick break. More of the Marque show coming up. Perfect. Eight five five. Yeah, and I'm hearing an echo in my headphones now too. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four. We'll get back to the Lloyd J. Austin thing here in just a minute when we know uh, we can get you the audio. But it's something you need. You want to ha- you want to hear it because it's going to be it's definitely incredible. Uh, the first though, let's get to Susie who's in Middleburg. Hi, Susie. How are you? Doing real good. Our cap. Susie. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, of course we get it. Susie, you're, you're breaking up on us. How you doing? I'm doing good. Oh, no. Not even Susie's working today. Is Mercury in retrograde or something? We got to have our Susie. What's up today? What do you want to say? It's Trump Day. Yay. I want to I interpret. What? She said, it's Trump Day. Can you do a part? I can't even get. Why can't I Ding. get any audio on the, on the board? We got to fix that because that's going to be a big issue for for this show. Uh, see, Hannah, give me a pure, 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 Thank you very much. <laughs> 855-765-1045. This is Jacob in Jacksonville. Hey, Jacob, how are you? Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, we're good, man. What's up today, Jacob? What's going on, man? Hey, we're good. What's up? What do you want to say? I want to give a big up to Rich, man. I want to give a big up to Rich, man. 
Hold on, I can't. Hold on, I can't. I can't even. I can't even today <laughs> between the phones I and the audio. I mean, somebody's got to. <laughs> something's got to work today. Something's got to work. Hey, uh, th- thanks so much for calling. We uh, we we appreciate it, even though we couldn't, even though we couldn't get to you. This is uh, David in Arizona. Hi, David. How are you? Hey, sir. How you doing today, sir? Uh, you know, I've seen better days, David. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, we appreciate you calling, though. What do you want to say? Yeah, I've got a great call for you. So what you do is I'm going to talk to you about macaroni and cheese. So you throw a couple of hot dogs on the grill, and you yeah. grill them real good. Then you slice them up, and you make the, the macaroni and cheese, and then you stick them the hot dogs in the macaroni and cheese, and that's bomb, bro. Dude, that sounds amazing. We used to do the same thing with uh, slabs of Spam <laughs> when I was in college. We'd have a box of Kraft Mac and Cheese, a couple slabs of fried Spam. It was uh, it was delicious, and I believe it's made me the man I am Today, eight five five seven six foot, which is probably more of a man than I should have been had I eaten a little healthier. This is Christopher in Jacksonville. Hey, Christopher, how are you? Hey, Mark, how are you, sir? I'm. You know what? It's oh, we're, yeah. It doesn't matter. What? Uh, what do you want to say today, Christopher? Well, first of all, thank you for taking my call. I want to make a statement and ask a question, if I may. Okay. You know, okay. If a person has HIV at a full blown age and they go out and have unprotected sex, that's like. Without telling their partners, that's like premeditated murder, right? Prison time. That's no different, Mark, than what Biden's doing. Bringing tens of thousands of illegals in. Very few have masks, right? Bringing in the virus and God knows whatever else. Yeah, I, I thought... That's mass, that's mass murder. I thought you were... I'm sorry. I thought you were saying that Joe Biden was having unprotected sex with people. And I did, that was an issue. That was an image I didn't want to have in my head. No, the, you know what? It's funny you should bring up immigration because I actually had a, something happened with the immigration uh, crisis. And there is an immigration crisis, even though you're not going to see it on the news. But you but you're right. It's 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 really interesting how Joe Biden will will tell everybody they have to wear a mask on federal land. They have to wear a mask on federal property. He'll walk around wearing a mask. He'll tell everyone I want to mandate mask wearing for the next 100 months or however long. I don't even I don't even remember what his latest mandate is. But yet when somebody crosses the border, they can come in and they they they're released into the country. They don't have to have a mask. They don't have to have covid testing. They don't have to social distance or any of that. Um, and the immigration crisis at the border, because of Joe Biden's lenient policy, is becoming a huge it's becoming a huge human rights issue. Uh, last week, there were there were uh, you know, thousands of immigrants who came and demanded Joe Biden let them in the country. In fact, they had this massive prote- uh, protest in San Ysidro, which is right on the border. It's one of the big entry points. And they had thousands of immigrants kneeling down in protest and they were all wearing matching shirts that say, Biden, please let us in. Biden, please let us in. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, this is this is odd because here you have these thousands of immigrants who came from Mexico and Central America and, you know, came left their 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 businesses, left their homes, left their livelihoods, left. Oh, I'm sure members of their family behind. They put whatever they had, their clothes on their backs. The food they could put into their bags and they started to come toward America for a better life. And now they're at the border in matching T-shirts and they're protesting, saying, Biden, please let me in. I have to ask, where did they get the T-shirts? Did they stop along the way? Was there like a vendor, you know, like when you go to D.C. or New York and they're selling those those fake I Heart New York T-shirts on the sidewalk or fake Hard Rock Cafe T-shirts? Is that what they how did they get these T-shirts? Clearly, someone out there is going down to the border, crossing into Mexico, orchestrating this entire protest and handing every one of these migrants a T-shirt that says Biden Please let us in taking a picture and sending it to the New York Times, which is, by the way, where I saw the picture. And you have to, my, my, here's my thing. Don't worry about Biden's immigration policies. Go find out who bought the T-shirts. Find the receipt. Figure out who printed those T-shirts. Track down whoever ordered them. Find out who was distributing them. Talk to them because it seems to me like they may be encouraging this problem to get bigger. They may be encouraging the people coming to the border and they may be encouraging the promise of Biden letting you into the border and then orchestrating these these publicity stunts uh, to make that happen. But uh, but, uh, you know, but it, it is something you need to watch. It's not just that there's an influx of people coming into the country. You don't know that they don't have covid. And evidently, the covid protocols are not as necessary uh, when you're when you're being processed um, down at the uh, the Texas or uh, Arizona border. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, four, five. But a, a great question. Ken in Duval. Hi, Ken. How are you? I'm good. I'm not going to ask you how you're doing because I know already. Yeah, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's okay. You know what? Yesterday I got a damn it doll, a uh, a uh, whack-a-mole game, and two inflatable Bozo the Clowns that I can punch. So I'll be doing that uh, all afternoon. Uh, what do you want to say today, Ken? So you're good then, right? Yeah, I'll be okay. fine. I'll be fine. Uh, yeah, I, I have a question because I've been trying to Google it and I can't find an answer, but Okay, who's responsible for covering up all the live video feeds on conservative news and putting the picture of Trump over top of the live feed? Who? Every time I'm watching the news, all I get is all these pictures of Trump over the live feed. And, and I don't know if it's YouTube that's doing it or if it's what? the channels themselves. What live feeds are you talking about? I haven't seen that, Ken. What live feeds are, uh, are feeding well, Donald Trump? just like... Just like you notice, whenever they talk about immigration on the border, yeah, they're 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 talking. Okay, you watch in the news, they're talking, but you cannot see what they're talking about. The live feed, you can see it underneath the very barely underneath on the bottom, underneath the picture that they put up of Trump covering up the whole live feed of everything. Oh, I see what you say. I I think I know what's happening there. I think I understand what you're saying, and I think I understand the problem. And I'll explain that to you here. In just a minute, we have to take one more quick break. 855-765-1045. More of the Mark K Show on the way. 855-765-1045. By the way, we're having the worst day ever. And uh, luckily, I have a damn it doll, which somebody sent us yesterday. And I did, you know, it was cute. We put it in the office. I was like, oh, I'm not going to need this. And then Hannah brought it in because we definitely need it today. Yeah, but in, in addition to all the other technical difficulties we have, which I think we're fixed now. <laughs> So we're we're good to go. We're back on track. Um, But in addition to all that, I spilled coffee and I used the Dammit doll, which is made of cloth, to like, you know, sop up the spilled coffee. I don't know if it's washable. But then Hannah said, don't do that because it'll smell weird in a couple of days. So, of course, I instinctively put my nose to the Dammit doll and sniffed Mm. it. I sniffed it. And sniff made it so much worse. And then, of, and then of course, everyone on the stream was like, "Ew, stop sniffing the damn it doll." And then I would, I was just like, everyone's like, uh, "It's like my Joe Biden impression." I just come up on the, That's I just come is. up on the damn it doll and go, "Oh, you look Your good." Your Trump impression's way better though. Well, thank you, I appreciate yes. that. Yes. Uh, anyway, eight five five seven six five one zero four five. All right, I'm going to get to the immigration thing, but I have to play. I've been promising this since the beginning of the show. We're finally now equipped to do it. Uh, Lloyd J. Austin III. So as I as I mentioned before, very important guy to Joe Biden. I mean, in the cabinet, you've got the you've got the president is the most important head of the cabinet. And then probably your two biggies, your two biggies, depending on what's going on at any given time, are secretary of state and secretary of defense. And especially if you've just come off of some kind of military operation, you want to make sure that you are in, in, in uh, you know, the good graces of the secretary of defense and that you're on the same page. Well, Joe Biden is so close to and in such close contact with Lloyd J. Austin, the third, his secretary of defense, that yesterday at the White House in a military service, he forgot his name. So I want to thank you both. And I want to thank the the. The uh, former general, I keep calling him general, but my, my, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Uh, I want to make sure we thank the secretary for all he's done to try to implement what we just talked about. Okay, so he went, he went on and on. Couldn't remember Lloyd J. Austin's name. Couldn't even remember that he was the secretary of defense. Didn't mention the defense department. He called, What did he call it? The the outfit? The guy who runs that outfit over there. That, that outfit, by the way, is the Pentagon. That's the most powerful military force in the history of the universe. And Joe Biden can't remember who's in charge of it. He said that guy who runs that outfit over there. You know, that place that's shaped like a, it's only got, it's got five sides, all those rings in it. What's that thing? You know, that dude. He can't remember the guy's name. This is a guy who, I mean, if, if the stuff goes down, it's the two of them who are making sure that you and I are safe and that all of the threats are neutralized. And Joe, Joe Biden's be like, hey, um, fella, do you, uh, the guy with the guy, you were a general and now you're, uh, you, you know, you, you run, you work in that outfit over there by the airport. Well, listen, we're going to have to bomb somebody. Are you, you're the guy, right? Yes, sir. I am the secretary of defense. I'm the guy in charge of all that. Now I went, to, I Googled it because I wanted to make sure that I didn't take this out of context. And there's a couple of reasons for that. First of all, they tell me I need to be a more responsible broadcaster. 
Second of all, if I do say, take something out of context, I will immediately be fact-checked by the fact-checkers, the, uh, the amalgamous group of people who tell me I'm wrong on social media. And so I went to the fact-checkers first to see if Joe Biden actually forgot the name of his Secretary of Defense at a White House ceremony. The guy who runs that outfit over there. Yeah. Uh, and when I went to Snopes and I asked, did Joe Biden forget the Secretary of Defense's name? They gave me back a rating of mixture. Mixture. Partly true, partly false. And in Snopes talk, in Snopes ease, in Snopes language, in, in, in the, the way of the fact checker, mixture means yes. But when it's about Joe Biden or any other Democrat, they won't give you a 100% accurate rating. They'll tell you it's a mixture. Here's what they've determined. It's unclear whether Biden literally forgot his defense secretary's name at that moment or whether, for example, he got stuck doing an extended folksy ad lib after initially tripping over his words. Listen carefully and tell me if you think he just literally forgot or whether he got stuck. doing. This is just an extended folksy ad lib. I just want to thank you both. And I want to thank the the, the uh, former general. I keep calling him general. But my my uh the guy who runs that outfit over there uh i want to make sure we thank the secretary for all he's done to try to implement what we just talked about yeah and then after that kamala harris when he started to walk away because he was done at that he's like i gotta get out of here kamala harris kind of looked at him and gave him an approving nod like okay it's okay joe it's all right you're done you can go back and what else is he going to forget? Is his wife going to be next? Is he going to be introducing himself? And instead of saying, hi, I'm Jill Biden's husband, he's going to be like, hi, I'm the husband of that, uh, you know, that woman who uh, she runs the uh, she gives me my sponge baths every night. Oh, what's her, the vitamin? Like, you know, the lady that tells me everything's going to be OK. And then uh, anyway, eight, five, eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number. Uh, eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number let's get back uh let's get back to the phones this is valerie in florida hi valerie how are you hi how are you oh, hello uh, mark kagan family what'd you say i said hello to mark kagan oh, family oh yeah no that's hello to you valerie and, and all your loved ones oh. your uh, what'd you want to say today valerie what's mark. on your mind oh i'm a pissed off independent i live in the free state of florida the only lack of freedom i have is on facebook and twitter Probably which, by the way, I did, which, by the way, I did send them both emails. Yeah. And I, I explained to them how pissed off I was. No, yeah. And violated my right. Did they write back to you at all and explain that they Oh, they were... sure did. Oh, yeah, what'd they I say? Was, I was very careful. I was very careful to put the I think in front of every derogatory comment I made towards them. Yeah. I threatened that I was going to join the civil action lawsuit against them for censoring and violating our rights. Oh, it's a great idea, yeah. I told them I think they could go F off and have a nice day. Okay, all right, we're going to put Valerie on hold because um, she's already said two things that I was a she's little... She's a spitfire, I like about. her. But, uh, <laughs> but also it's pronounced Twitter, I think, is is what the Twitter is the way... Uh, anyway, eight five five seven seven six five one zero one zero four five. The day's getting better. I have to. I have to I'm just going to stop talking. I'm going to open up the phones because uh, the day's getting a lot better. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Lisa in Iowa. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Good morning to you. Hi, Lisa. What's going on? What do you want to say on this whatever you want Wednesday? Oh, I've been trying to get in for weeks, but kudos to Valerie in Florida. Love it. Uh, (laughs) I had a big laugh over that. Uh, Anyway, uh, I was scrolling through my Facebook feed the other day and uh, was shocked to find out that my SUV is now racist. Your SUV is racist? Does that mean it's really fast? No. Oh, okay. All right. Jeep Cherokee. Oh, the Jeep Cherokee. Yeah, apparently there's an outfit now that wants to, um, that outfit over there, they want Jeep to drop the Cherokee name because it's, yeah. uh, it, you know, it's racially insensitive or it's appropriating uh, Native American culture, something like that. Well, I don't know. I feel like a warrior when I drive it, so yeah. I really don't, you know. I mean, I thought that was, uh, a fair, uh, you know, they've already destroyed my uh, childhood with Dr. Seuss and Pepe Le Pew, yeah. so... Uh, let me uh, let me ask you this, Lisa. Which Cherokee do you have? Do you have the Grand Cherokee? Do you have the Trackhawk? Do you have the Limited? 
Just the plain Cherokee? Just the plain Cherokee, I okay. A, I think it's a latitude or something. Yeah. I'll tell uh, you this. I don't feel, find it offensive unless, like, if you named, a, like, for example, I'm from uh, from Canada. Originally, I was born there. So if a car company named a, a car the Canadian, I would not take offense to that. Unless, of course, it was the the entry-level model. For example, if it was the lowest-end car they make, if it was the $5,000, $10,000 stripped-down model, like if you can't afford our nicest version, then you buy a Canadian. That would offend me. But the <laughs> Cherokee... <laughs> that sounds, I know. It yeah. is ridiculous. The Cherokee is not that. The Cherokee is. I mean, there's you could you could drop a cool fifty or sixty grand on a fully loaded Cherokee. So it's a really nice car. I'm not really sure again either even what the uh, what the um, the hubbub is about. But it seems like it's just the latest. There's clearly people out there whose job it is to just scour the internet and drive around town and look for things that could or could not be offensive. And and just, you know, work every single day to get rid of them. the Cleveland Indians, the Washington Redskins, the Jeep Cherokee, all of those, all of those. They're going to be uh, they're going to be, you know, Michael, what do I I drive a Lincoln, which, would, by the way, not only a great president, but a hell of a car maker, that guy. Little known fact, Abe Lincoln. And this was that was a good 50 years before. The automobile was even invented, mm -hmm. but he's he's cranking out some some great. He was there. really tall, right? That's why he made the cab so big. Oh yeah, so he really roomy. In, yeah, really roomy. Yeah, absolutely. Four uh, score wheel drive. <laughs> <laughs> Four score. That's right. That's a, that's exactly yeah, what I have. It's important to find that. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick break. More calls. More whatever you want. Wednesday on the way. Stay tuned. My stimulus check is going towards paying for a rehearsal dinner. My son's getting married in April, so for me, the timing could not be better. Woohoo! And I'll tell you what, when you talk about economic stimulus, paying for a rehearsal dinner for your son's wedding is exactly what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to take it, and you're supposed to stimulate the economy. And by spending the money on, you know, what do you have for rehearsal dinners? Food and, and, and whatnot and DJs yeah. and that's I don't even the, know. That's the groom's family that takes care that's of that? That's the groom. Yeah, you're worried about the wedding. That's uh -huh. your so old-fashioned, Hannah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, Hannah's invitations went out. Sure um, which And if you didn't get one, I'm sure it's on the way. It's probably not. But Hannah's wedding invitations went out. I got mine yesterday. My wife and I, we were filling it out. Out. By the way, thank you for inviting us. You're welcome. We got to save the date, and we weren't sure whether or not we were going to get the actual physical invite. Uh, but now we did. We were thrilled. And on the bottom of it, it says, that, you know, it says, you know, Mr. and Mrs. K, we will come. We'll have the, the beef or the chicken, whatever it is. And then at the very bottom, it says, I promise to get up and dance if the DJ plays blank. And then you oh. fill in the blank with whatever mm -hmm. your favorite song is. And my wife and I got into an argument about that. Oh, no. Because I wanted to write podcasts of the mark k show <laughs> you know or you know like what what the bleep i thought that would be like write? uh she wanted to write 80s songs the entire decade yeah, she wanted the whole All 80s, wow. 80s songs. i thought it'd be a really long reception no so we just i think we just wrote cheesy wedding tunes or something are you gonna like cheesy wobble, wedding tunes gotta well, have I the want, wobble I the want, wobble the electric slide yeah, the cupid the cupid shuffle the cupid shuffle for the longest time i thought the it cupid was the cupid shuffle yeah uh, I saw it, let me clear my throat is another great one. What um? What, do, did you fill out your card yet? My wife is probably going to be filling that out. Okay, all oh, right. Yeah, yeah and have she her, loves to dance to all things. Have her write down and pod, make, the Marque Show podcast. That'd be great. The Marque Show podcast. A lot That's of people take up half of my like reception. <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> like to dance. Hours. We could just do it live. Just give us a couple microphones and okay. we could like you have uh, a couple hit songs. Should have like yeah. emceed my reception. We totally should have. We totally I mean, should have. It's too late. Welcome it to is. the Marque Show Wedding Edition. Uh, like, yeah, open mics. Uh, come on in. Uh, just just step right up. 855-765-1045. All right, speaking of open mics and uh, and whatever you want Wednesday, let's get back to the phones here. 855-765-1045. Marilyn's in North Carolina. Hi, Marilyn. How are you? Oh, hi, Mark and crew. I'm doing great. Oh, good. Um, I, have a, I have a comment and a question. Okay. Um, I just can't stomach mainstream news, even local level oh, anymore at okay. all. It's, yeah. 
I feel like it's all lies and cover-ups, and I want to know what you think. Do you think we'll ever get to respectable news again, and what will it take? Wow, that's a great question. Um, as far as respectable news, you know, you know, it's going to be, and I'm actually kind of, I'm actually kind of inspired by what's happening because people used to just blindly follow the news, and they would turn on the TV and they'd watch whoever they're, you know, back when we had only three or four channels, you'd watch whoever was giving you the information, and you'd take it at face value, and you'd walk around and go, well. Pfft, it was on the news. Clearly, it's clearly, it's, you know, these people know what they're talking about. In fact, when I started in radio, uh, you know, we would have these experts call in. Nobody ever checked their credentials. Nobody ever read their books. Nobody. You could just get on the radio, tell people you were an expert and bam, all of a sudden you were a uh, you were a renowned expert. And I think we're moving away from that. I think people are realizing these people on television have opinions and ideas just like the rest of us. These people are partisan. And and there's there's really even I mean, now you've got people like 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 Jake Tapper, who we played clips from yesterday interviewing the, the governor of Mississippi. You've got people like Don Lemon and and you've got people like Anderson Cooper who are openly liberal who appear um, on stage with with Democrats who you clearly see favor one side over the over the other. And I think it's becoming more and more obvious to people that if they want real news, if they want the truth, they have to go and they have to not only investigate it for themselves, but think about it. And thinking is something that not a lot of people have done in this country in a very long time. They turned on the TV, they watched, they absorbed, and that was it. Now, you got to add an extra step. You turn on the TV, you watch, you got to change the channel, watch someone else, and then you've got to think about it. You've got to absorb it and think about it, and then you've got to draw your own conclusions. And I'll tell you what, nothing is better than a society full of people who are drawing their own conclusions and not just relying on corporate media moguls to tell them, uh, tell them what to think. Does that make sense? That makes sense, and I really depend on you and people like you who are truth seekers on how to get my information now. And I think that even when they show fact-checking on the news that I had seen, the facts, you know they're lies. They definitely have an agenda they want people to believe. Oh, yeah. And just keep up the good work. Well, Marilyn, I appreciate it. Look, if you're going to believe, if you're going to blindly believe a corporate media mogul, I'm the one to blindly believe. But still, even after listening to this show, you should absorb it, and then you should question it, and you should come to your own conclusion. Probably you'll come to the conclusion that this is the best place to get information uh, in this day and age. If you don't come to that conclusion... You call back and, and, and I'll help you get there. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show. More of your open mic messages. We got to get back to the border because there is an immigration crisis. And, uh, and I'll tell you why it's not being covered by the mainstream media as that one guy asked about. That's next. Stay tuned to the Marque Show. Hey, Marque. I've got a question for you. Do we ha even have 20,000 troops in Afghanistan? Or Iraq. We do have 20,000 troops at the U.S. Capitol. Hmm. Very, <laughs> very long. Mm. And drawn. Hmm. Took him. Yeah. That's a good question, though. I was, you know, and I was wondering about that the other day too, because. Look, here's the thing. We talked about immigration at the border. We talked about the immigration problem at the border and how the media is ignoring it. And one guy called in and said, every time I try to look at the live feeds or they show a live shot from the border, what they do is they make the corner video really small of the children at the border or the, the immigrants coming across. And then they have they show like a picture of Donald Trump because they're still trying to blame Donald Trump for the crisis. They're still trying to blame Donald Trump for what's happening at the border when that we know that that is fake. If there's ever been faker news in the history of fake news, it's that the reason hundreds of thousands of people are rushing, bum-rushing the southern border right now is because of anything Donald Trump did. Donald Trump's policies on immigration quelled the flow of immigrants at the border. The wall was a, a deterrent. It didn't stop the problem 100%, but it deterred it. You're not seeing any – you never saw anywhere near the number of people showing up at the border wearing shirts that say, Biden, please let us in. Because they knew if they showed up with a shirt that said, Trump, please let us in, they weren't getting in. They knew that if they got in, they were probably going right back home. And, we, you know, the policies, the strict border policies made this country a lot safer and made, uh, you know, the, this invasion of, of foreign illegal immigrants, it, 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 you know, it kind of it pushed it back. We fought back. 
and we were winning. Joe Biden has taken all that victory and just flushed it down the toilet, stopped building the wall, started talking about amnesty for illegal immigrants, inspired people to just flood into our country. And now they're stuck at the border, not being processed. Texas has called out the National Guard because they're facing a real crisis. And yet at the same time, when we have a border crisis, at the uh, at the at the Mexico Texas Arizona California border, uh, when we're trying to keep the migrants from illegal en- entering the country, we have a, a massive amount of troops in the nation's capital. At the border, the, the Mexican immigrants and the uh, the uh, illegal immigrants that are trying to cross the border are wearing shirts that say "Biden, please let us in." In D.C., the residents are wearing shirts that say "Biden, please let us out" because it's on lockdown. It's occupied occupied by thousands of troops 24,000 troops at the height dc is is more secure than our southern border nobody can get in or out of that place because of some non-existent threat of radical right-wing terrorism that's not even a thing that didn't happen they were supposed to remember on march the 4th everyone was 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 taking a day off they all flew home. They weren't in the Capitol because that was the day that the QAnon conspiracy theorists and the Proud Boys and the three percenters and everybody else was going to just they were going to get their guns and they were going to descend on D.C. They were going to take it back and install Donald Trump as the uh, the rightful leader of the land. It didn't happen. There is no right wing conspiracy to overthrow and topple the government. There is no massive threat to the Capitol yet. That place is fortified, well-guarded. Nobody gets in, nobody gets out. The border, which is as porous as SpongeBob SquarePants on a bad day, has nowhere near the level of troop involvement, has nowhere near the level of protection. They stopped building walls there. Try to, try to sneak through a hole in the Capitol fence. You're, you're not gonna, you're not gonna appreciate what happens to you. So D.C.'s on lockdown. The country is wide open. It makes no sense. And even now they announced that 2,300 troops will remain in D.C. for the next 10 weeks. 10 weeks, that's two and a half months. That's 70 days. 2,300 troops at the Capitol for an insurrection that ain't coming. But there's clearly a border crisis right now that's being ignored. 855 765 uh, 104.5. Brad is in Jacksonville. Hi, Brad. How are you? Good morning, Mark, Tay, and crew. I'm Hello. doing fine. Thank you. Oh, good. I'm I so glad. To, yes, sir. I just wanted to make a couple of quick comments about the U.S. southern border with yeah. Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm going to encourage you and all of your listeners to type in six letters. It's A-Z-T-L-A-N. A-Z-T-L-A-N. Right. And look at the maps that are pushed by uh, groups and organizations like La Raza and Mecha, they want to retake over the United States Southwest, and they've been pushing for this agenda for decades. It's called A-Z-T-L-A-N, Aslan. Yeah, I got it. All right, sounds, okay. uh, you're not just sending me to right. a website with a pyramid scheme that you're going to make like 1500 bucks a pop on, are you? Uh, no, sir, I oh. could only hope so. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> okay. yeah, and, and another thing, Mr. K, is yeah. the open borders is every politician's um, dream come true because what it does, it brings in a lot of uh, illegal activity into the country, like drugs in that, and it causes major chaos in the cities and elsewhere. And more drugs equals more crime equals more laws equals less freedoms. Yeah. that's that, You know, and that's an interesting way to put it. A lot of... And you, I would say not every politician, but definitely those on the left. And, you know, also they they assume blindly that it brings more voters, too. Although I'm going to be honest with you, I don't find that that's necessarily the case. I don't find that just because somebody gets led into the country by a president who happens to be a Democrat, those people are going to vote for Democrats uh, down the road. But but either way, I mean, look, it's still against the law, even though Merrick Garland doesn't want to admit it. It's still illegal to cross the border um, anywhere but a checkpoint. It's you can seek asylum, but you have to do it the right way. You can't just cross uh, through someone's farmland or or, you know, across a creek in someone's on someone's acreage in Texas and uh, and claim, you know, I'm seeking asylum. There's a right and wrong way to do things. And and people who break the law should still be prosecuted, although. That's iffy. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. 855-765-1045. Liz in Las Vegas. Hi, Liz. How are you? Hi. Oh, my goodness. Amir. Hello. Hi, Liz. What's going on? Son. That's your son. Oh, I'm in school right now. Yeah. Oh, good. All right. 
I'm, I'm glad you warned me that your son was in the car because I was going to ask you about uh, some of the um, shows in Las Vegas, but I'm not going to do that now. I'm not going to do that now because there's children listening. Liz, uh, what's going on? What did you guys want to say? So I, I'm so glad he was at least able to say hi to you yeah. because um, he's eight years old, and yeah. he is at that age where he is just questioning everything. Um, how does this work? Yeah. Um, why why are p- police wanting to get defunded? Yeah. Um, I'm exposing him to all these things, and I'm teaching him, or at least trying to teach him, um, the common sense. Yeah. Things. What's his? What's your so, son's uh, name? Amir. He just left. He actually, oh. I literally just dropped him off. So, oh, got it. Okay. Uh, um, that's why we're so excited. Yeah. Well, that's. I'm so <laughs> glad that we were able to there. talk briefly, and I'm so glad that you're being a responsible parent. And answering all the questions that he has, that we need more of that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, I, he doesn't know it, but I think he's a budding Republican because of me. And I listen to you every morning. Oh, good. And he yeah. questions. He questions why? Why do we listen all the time? And I said, well, this is our news. This is where we get our news from. <laughs> right. Um, so I just want him to show him the process too, and and how things work. He knows you're in Florida. Yeah. Um, just to, to show him how radio stations work, and um, I literally don't have any questions for you. This oh. is why I'm just rambling on. Well, no, that's that, Liz, that's fantastic. I, Listen, I, and I appreciate. First of all, I appreciate you calling, and it's true. And and the the car and the radio, and we have a podcast. I mean, if you like, pick him up from school, and you want to play back this whole back and forth, and you know, let him know how proud we are of him. And you know, and it's true. As a kid, you're going to question. You're going to say. Mommy, why do we listen to this crap every day on the way to school? But you have to give an answer. And the answer is, you know, hopefully because this is important. It's important to look at what's being reported in the news and question it. And that's that's kind of what we do here. We look at the news. We look at what's happening with the National Guard troops in the Capitol or the crisis on the border or the stimulus checks or the fact that Joe Biden is is seems to be failing in health and memory. And is that really something we want in a commander in chief, um, a, a guy who cannot even remember who his right hand man is when it comes to military uh, you know, when it comes to the United States military, these are all things that you need to be aware of and you need to question. And you're a great parent for my dad used to listen to every time he picked me up from school. We would listen to Paul Harvey in the car. And he was, a, you know, and I'm a better person because of that. So I thank my father. And I'm sure one day your kid um, will uh, will thank you as well for saying my, my mom used to make me listen to this really loud, bald guy on the radio every time she took me to school. And one day I actually got to say hi to him. But hopefully he'll learn other lessons uh, as well. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Also, if Liz is still on the phone, ask her how in Las Vegas they, uh, they're they able to do socially distanced lap dances. Because I, I wasn't sure how that worked. I heard they were doing it, but I wasn't really sure how that worked. Before I book my spring break trip? No? Okay. 855, I'll ask her myself. 855-765-1045. Hey, she said you got to ask questions. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show. More whatever you want Wednesday. Next. I'm going to spend my stimulus on cocaine and strippers. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's, what, that's technically stimulating. So uh, there you go. 855-765-1045. One oh four five. Oh, low blow. I get it. That was funny. No. Oh god. That's not what I was doing. <laughs> oh, I get it. That's funny. Fourteen hundred dollars is what uh, the majority of Americans who qualify are getting. Fourteen hundred dollars um, uh, in stimulus cash. That's less than the two thousand that Joe Biden promised, uh, but more than the zero that a lot of people wanted to give you. They just wanted you to go back to work. So those of you that are adverse to work, um, you know, they have no have no fear. You'll get fourteen hundred dollars to not work some more. Eight five five seven six five. Uh, 104.5. Speaking of work, let's go to Vern in Texas. Hi, Vern. How are you? What's up, Mark? How are you doing? You know, I'm doing great, man. Thanks so much for asking. What's on your mind today, Vern? Uh, what do you want to say this whatever you want Wednesday? Well, first off, hey, Hannah, congratulations on getting married. Oh, thank That's a you. great thing. I've How's... been married 12 years and love it. Oh, Aww. good. But here in Texas, you know, I'm living in Texas down here, San Leon by Galveston. And today is just a wonderful day. No more math. 100% open. I mean, I just wish all the states would do what Texas is doing. Yeah, that way Abbott's people would stop coming to Texas. <laughs> That's Abbott's went and sent the National Guard to the border to, to try to undo old Mr. Biden. I, I can't call him a president because he ain't one. But, you know, we're, we're trying everything we can here to keep them illegals out 3000 a day plus. I mean, come on. 
Look, it's Vern, and, with, come on, man. Come on, man. Listen, Vern, you know, it's it's never been more important to know who your governor is or what he stands for uh, than it is during really a, a weak presidency. And you've got Joe Biden, especially weak on immigration, especially weak in Texas, which affects all of you. Again, it affects your economy and your public safety and uh, your taxes and all that kind of stuff. And um, and it's, it's, it's true. You're lucky to have a governor that will that will do whatever it takes to protect the citizens of Texas, even though it means standing up against the president of the United States, who spends a lot of time sitting down anyway. Uh, but, you know, the, the same is happening in Arizona. You're starting to see Arizona having to come to life. And even though their governor is not quite what your governor is, you know, they're, they're starting to make some headway uh, here in Florida. I'm. I, and again, I'm completely content here in the bottom corner of the country because I know that everywhere else it's worse, except maybe where you are. But everywhere else in the country, it's worse. We've got it great here in Texas or in uh, where are we, Florida? We've got it great Florida. here. We've got it great here in Florida. So great that we think it's Texas. Um, but, you know, and there's a, a handful of other states uh, where where this where the same is happening in Georgia. Have, you know, for example, their their governor's not all that. But they do have a pretty solid um, state Senate, which is getting things done and, and working uh, for the betterment of the of the uh, state. And also, uh, you know, really kind of formulating election laws that are that are hopefully foolproof and fool with proof, which has been a big problem for Georgia and a bunch of other places. So, yeah, look at your local leadership. And that's another thing that we're able to learn. And and, you know, Liz in Las Vegas, if you're you know, when your son listens to this podcast later, remind him that, you know, it's cool to know who your president is and it's cool to know things about the Supreme Court. But it's important to know who your local leaders are. You need to know who your mayor is and what they do and more importantly, what they don't do. You need to know who's representing you in Congress. Who's in charge of your district and how are they voting? And there's ways that you can do that. You need to know who your state representatives are, your state senators. What kind of laws are they making which directly affect you? When you're in trouble and the, the federal government doesn't come and help, uh, is your state leadership prepared to give you the help that you need? It's so important. And I think that the election in 2020 has opened a lot of people's eyes and made them look around and go, hey, who the hell's in charge? Who's running this joint anyway? And they may or may not like the answer once. The, in fact, if you're one of those people that is waking up to the fact that you don't know who your leadership is and what they're doing, they're probably bad leadership. If you know exactly who's in charge and you know exactly how they're helping you and exactly what they're doing and exactly what promises they're keeping and exactly what promises they ain't, you're, then you're fine. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More show coming up. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. I just found out that an email I sent, a reply all, almost cost somebody their job. Almost two people's. <laughs> oh, almost two people's. Yeah, like every Megan that worked here almost got fired. Look, don't mess with me. I have the, the power of the reply He's got all. The pull. Yeah. The power of the reply the all. The power of the reply all is strong in this one. Uh, 855-765-1045. This is whatever you want Wednesday. It's whatever you want to talk about. We have we have no control over really anything. And uh, this today's show proves it. Dave in Jacksonville. Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you, Mark? Really good, Dave. Really good. Thanks. Much better than I was an hour ago. You guys have really... And that's the thing. You guys have cheered me up. And, you know, and that's what makes this show so entertaining. It's all the fun people that call in and share great stories and put a smile on my face. And I know if you guys are putting a smile on my face, hopefully you're doing it for some other people out there listening there to you. All right. There you go, Dave. I that's a lot of pressure. To... That's a lot of pressure. you got to keep it up. What yeah. did you, you want to say today? <laughs> Well, first, I know you're trying to make oh. fun of, of the, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's Twitter, it's an I, not an A in Twitter. So, I'm the, oh, is that, okay. Yeah. That's hey, a, what, what else that, did you want to say? That Nancy Pelosi lady, I know she said she's going to retire, but do we really believe that she is going to retire? You know, she I. She doesn't have to, does she? Well, I mean, no, she doesn't have. It's kind of like when Madonna said she was going to retire and she was going to go out on one more tour. And so I dropped 500 bucks for a couple tickets. And then three years later, boom, guess who was going back on tour? Um, same thing. Right. Same thing. Uh, she doesn't have to, but she's old, number one. We'll just call it like we see it. And she made a promise. <laughs> To her, uh, you know, to the Democrats in the House of Representatives, this would be her last go at it. And I think that's why a lot of people like the squad supported her, knowing that two years from now, they'll be able to uh, take a crack at the speakership if the Democrats hold the House of Representatives. So if the Democrats hold the House of Representatives, then, yeah, she could go back on her promise. I don't think she would be 
successful in that. And also, I'll be honest with you, I don't think that they're going to get control of the House of Representatives back, especially with the way they're abusing their privilege now. Because think about this. The Democrats saw the writing on the wall in 2020. They saw this slim majority that they that they were able to to win the Senate by. They saw how much money they had to pump into it. They saw how much manpower they had to put behind it. They saw how they had to I mean they had to basically put all their all their energy into Georgia to scrape by and get control of the Senate. And with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in office, they have that extra vote should there be a tiebreaker and they need it, which they're going to need it a lot. In the House of Representatives, it was a different story. They not only didn't gain any seats, they lost a bunch. And the Republicans didn't only gain a bunch of seats, they didn't lose any. If a Republican was in Congress on November 3rd in the morning, they were still in Congress on November 4th. Not one Republican lost their seat and like 20 more uh, took over seats that used to be held by the Democrats. It was an utter failure by the Democratic leadership. It was an utter failure by Nancy Pelosi, and it was a huge win for Republicans and Donald Trump because you had these down-ballot races that just, I mean, they ran away. They ran away with the election, and a lot of that was because of Trump's support, even though in the, even though in the, uh, the presidential election, different story for whatever reason. Now, looking toward 2020, the Democrats are in panic mode, and they could play it two different ways. They could say, well, look. If this whole thing continues, we're going to lose more seats. We could lose control of the House of Representatives. That would really put the shackles on Joe Biden or whoever's pulling Joe Biden's strings agenda. And it could really kind of just thwart all of these socialist policies and, 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 and laws and, and, you know, the, the just agenda items that we want to put into place, a, you know, ASAP. So they could look at it two ways. The first way is they could just say, look, we want to make sure that we retain control of the House of Representatives. So we're going to work with the Republicans. We're not just going to jam whatever we want down the country's throat. We're not just going to bulldoze over the other party. We're not just going to do whatever we can and use whatever tools we have and just force each and every one of our representatives and our senators to vote lockstep like a like a like an army that doesn't listen to reason and doesn't stand for debate. We could do we could do that. Uh, or we, you know, we could work with them or we could do the other, which is basically just railroad the other party. They've chosen to railroad the other party. And I think that makes them look bad. I think that every time they, you know, they're out there celebrating this one point nine million dollar or trillion dollar stimulus package. It they everybody realizes this is not bipartisan. The Democrats passed this. The Republicans said, stop. The, Demo- the Republicans said we can't spend money we don't have. This money is going to places that does nothing to do with COVID relief. This money is going to people that don't need it and are only getting it because they helped the Democrat get elected or reelected, whether it's Joe Biden or somebody else. They realize that this is one of the most bloated bills and quote unquote stimulus packages to ever pass any branch of the government. And what you need to do is if you if you're if you're a Republican, you need to exploit that and say, here's a group that doesn't want to work across the aisle, wants to take whatever they think is good for the country and make it happen. They don't want to debate. They don't want to negotiate. They don't want to talk to the American people. They want to take control away from the American people. And they're using all their power to do it. That's what they're that's the ammo that they're loading the Republicans guns with. And that's a metaphorical gun, not an actual gun. Don't call anyone and say I'm inciting an insurrection. But that's the ammunition they're putting in the Republicans guns for the next election. And the Republicans, with people like Marjorie Taylor Greene making a stir, Lauren Boebert with with uh, you know Matt Gates out there fighting hard, Jim Jordan fighting hard, them being the the model for the modern combative conservatives in the in the House of Representatives, I think it's a shoe in for the Republicans to take back control. In which case, Nancy Pelosi would be forced to retire, and the Republicans would get a crack at picking the Speaker. Of the house. 855-765-1045. Oh, that's a great. I wonder who that. I didn't even think about that. Who should it be? I say Marjorie Taylor Greene just to annoy, just to annoy the Democrats. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is uh, Angela in Texas. Hi, Angela. How are you? I'm fine. How are you today? Doing really well, Angela. What do you want to say today on whatever you want Wednesday? Well, I'm just curious. Is uh. We the people are allowed to uh, sign petitions 
to recall governors? Why can't we do that with the presidency? Angela, that's a great question. If we can sign petitions to recall governors, why is it that we can't sign a petition to recall the president of the United States? Uh, here's there's a there's this document which is really important. And and sometimes it's pesky. I'll admit it. Sometimes you want to do something, but it just won't let you. It's the Constitution of the United States. And it doesn't allow we the people to remove a president once they've been elected. The people you elect to the Congress, to the Senate, they are tasked with that job. So, you know, it, it's not a direct access, but it's kind of, you know, you got, there's a couple steps in between. Governors are, are, are they're beholden to the laws of their state constitutions and their and their, you know, the, the way that their states have lined up their individual, you know, governorships and, and removal from office and, and elections and things like that. Um, but, you know, yeah, it, it, it's a fair question. Uh, I think that I think that, you know. Well, all we can do is pray for the best and hope that in 2024, everything is on the up and up. All the holes have been filled. All the loose screws have been tightened. And when we go to the polls and vote for whomever we vote for, we know that that vote will count. And that votes that represent people that don't exist or aren't legally allowed to vote are not only not counted, but not even cast in the first place. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got, wow, look at this. It's almost noon. We got a couple more minutes. We'll squeeze in a few more of your phone calls. It's been a great whatever you want Wednesday. Uh, thanks so much for, for participating. We have a couple more open mics we'll get to, too. Stay tuned. We'll wrap up the Marque Show next. <laughs> By the way, Hannah just called Rich Jones a weird guy. That's not what happened. You that's, did, uh, that's accurate, yeah. That's accurate. You just said, are He's you one, one of those, those weird guys? Are yeah. you one of those weird guys who likes a standing desk while I'm standing at Rich Jones's standing desk? So you actually called him a weird uh, guy. Anyway, misinterpretation. Doesn't, doesn't matter. 855-765-1045. It's whatever you want Wednesday today, and we will talk about whatever it is uh, that you want to talk about. And we've got Shane on the line in Iowa. Hi, Shane. How are you? Doing good, Mark. Doing good, man. Hey, I like that call from Maryland. You know, it's really our time or your time, you know, the real news opportunity time. Oh, that yeah, was a good I, call. Well, but, thank uh, you. I appreciate it. I had nothing to do with it. We just, I just answered the phone. Uh, what did you want to say in well, Iowa today, You got everything to do with it, Mark, man. You know, I never advise you to do anything Joe Biden does. But if you pull a Joe next time you have a technical difficulty and just... Give it the three claps next time. Maybe it'll just fix itself. <laughs> you know, give it a shot. Maybe we should have a teleprompter in here so that we don't, even if there's a technical difficulty, I can just roll through the script and say, you know, and here's what they said. And then I said this and hey, hey, lion dog face pony soldier. <laughs> You're a lion dog face pony soldier. Yeah. But anyway, thanks so much for the call, Shane. We really, uh, we really appreciate it. 855-765-1045. Susan in California. How you doing, Susan? Hey, good morning. Hi, good morning, Susan. How are you? What do you want to say? I want to know because I don't hear on the news anything about uh, the National Guard. Where are they sleeping? Still on the floor in the garage somewhere or one bathroom? You mean the National Guard in D.C., the 2,300 troops that are going to remain there for the next 10 weeks? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. That's a great question. I know that the uh, the former president, Donald Trump, he put them up in his um, hotel for a while, which was nice of him. Um, I don't know. I assume they've made I assume they've made some kind of accommodations uh, available for those troops, although they still had food issues in the mess hall. They were getting they were getting rare or raw chicken, which was making them sick. They had like iron shavings in some of their food. So it's uh, if they're going to keep the troops there, you're right. They need to make sure that they have adequate housing, adequate, um, you know, mess and and facilities and everything that they need. I'll be honest with you. I think they I don't think they're necessary. I've I don't believe the Capitol's under a threat. I don't believe there's an actual credible threat like the FBI said there was. I don't believe that white supremacists are going to attack the Capitol at any minute. I don't believe that if white supremacists were going to attack the Capitol or right wing conspiracy theorists or whatever you want to call them. I don't believe that if they were, the FBI wouldn't be able to pick up the chatter and put an end to it and quell it and stop these people in their tracks the way they did on January 6th when we now find out that they they knew 
people were coming to the Capitol. The leader of the Proud Boys was arrested the day before. They were able to track him down. You know, how often do we hear about, about the, the, for example, the threat to Governor Whitmer? She was going to be kidnapped or worse at her home in Michigan, and the FBI managed to stop that. So bring the troop, troops home. If you are in a state where National Guard troops are still being used to protect the Capitol from, from nobody, from air, from this phantom menace, then I would call your congressman. I would call your senator. I would call your governor and demand, demand that those troops be brought home. Hey, Sandy in Norfolk. How are you, Sandy? I'm fine. How's my mark today? Oh, great. How's Sandy doing? I'm all right. Look, I was opening up a box of Cracker Jacks. When was the last time you had a Cracker Jack? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, I got to thinking. You get a prize in the box, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's what you get with Biden, a prize in the box from the Cracker Jack. It's <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want Wednesday, folks. That's, and that's, that's really, that's the best. A prize in the box of Cracker Jacks. Eight five, eight five, I don't even know. I don't really know what that means. 855-765-1045. Quick break. Oh, no, we're done. Are we wrapping it up? 22-hour break. Oh. Coming up next, guys. All right. We'll be back in uh, 22 hours. Traffic, weather, news, and the Rush Limbaugh Show. Coming up next. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.